evening, good evening. Uh, good evening, good evening, and welcome to your NFL podcast. The Thursday night podcast is live again. Kicking it off for episode five. Joined in the recording booth, as usual, Bradley Lister. How are we, my good friend? Absolutely fantastic after the twists and turns of uh, last week's NFL games. Ryan, how are you? Oh, mate, I'm wonderful. Ah, wonderful. Green Bay lost again and I'm happy as Larry. I'm happy as Larry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll kick it off straight away. We're diving straight in. And back to back, good Thursday night games. Um, we are going to have to pull up the predictions to see who was actually right as we go through here. Uh, let me just pull up the prediction page as we are building up to going through. Uh, I took Tampa Bay and I don't know why because we always wanted Tom Brady to lose. Baltimore beating... <laughs> Tampa, uh, twenty-seven to twenty-two. That's three. Was that three back-to-back losses in twenty years for Tom Brady now? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Things you love to see. Woo! Kicking it off for the bank, I like guys. Kicking it off for the bang. Wonderful content being released today. Yeah, three hundred twenty-five yards for Mister Brady. Uh, just the one touchdown, no interceptions, mind. Um. But only Mike, Ev- only Mike Evans and Godwin making over 50 receiving yards and only Leonard Fournette got 24 receiving. Um, so it looked like a poor play, poor receiving and basically no sort of running game for Tampa this week. No, and let's be honest, what do you expect when you only have 21 minutes of possession in the full game? It's it's not great. And and I I only watched the highlights, but... The first, the first half was was dreadful from both sides, and then funnily enough, Baltimore go well. Actually, fuck it, let's go and run the ball. So they had about 40, 44 rushing yards at half time, first half. Wow. And then they had two hundred, well, one hundred and ninety one rushing yards, and it won them the game ultimately. And it was, you know, the the scoreline flattered Tampa a little bit because it was never a close, closer game as. As the scoreline suggested, to be honest with you, it was, it was, it was wasn't great first half, like you say, but second half was brilliant from from Baltimore. They just completely changed the game plan, and and I was all for it. Love, love things you love to see. Well, judging by my scoreline, that makes it one nil to Mister Lister on the prediction week. He kicks it off with a bang. Has he got the upper game throughout the episode? We'll find out. Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay's war struggle. They moved to the same record as Green Bay with a three to five record. Uh, Baltimore five and three. They've seen to turn that season around now. Starting to play some good football. Um, moving in, um, it's a big L for both of us. Here. We both said Jacksonville. Jacksonville sadly getting beat by the Broncos. Fucking yeah, Russell Wilson gets one up on us this week. It's a shame. We we, yeah. went, we, went, we went for the dynamic duo here. Um, Trevor <laughs> Lawrence with two interceptions though didn't really look great from the highlights. Um, yeah, they rushed the ball quite a lot. The 156 yards for uh, for Travis Etienne, which we, which is which isn't a bad showing to be fair, even in a defeating team. Um, but yeah, I think you may have seen more of the full game because I know you like to watch the Jacksonville games. Yeah, so I wa- I watched. It was a good time for me as well. It was like. Was it like half one kickoff? Um, with like the time, with the clocks changing and that as well. Um, and I and I watched it and I and I enjoyed the game. It was it was a decent game. And in the first first quarter, I thought Jacksonville were going to run away with it. It looked it was so dominant and 
Russell Wilson looked horrific in the first quarter. And then there was significant moments in the second quarter. And it was, there was an interception thrown. Um, and it was just, there was a couple, couple of sacks involved. And and after that, it, it was still close, but you just had a feeling that the Broncos were going to, we're going to win it. And then the Jags went ahead um, in the fourth. And then the Broncos put the final nail in the coffin. And, and I was disappointed for the Jags because the Jags had a good game. But then, you know, it, they both had the same record going into, going into Sunday. And then ultimately the Jags are now 2-6, and six, which is a horrendous record, let's be honest. Um, yeah, the, the season and, started off with so much promise. When you looked at like the Jets starting off well, um, then you know teams like Tennessee and some of the some of the bigger teams that had pushed playoff places last season were struggling. You know it could have been yeah. a change of the guard, but Jacksonville just seemed to be struggling at the moment. Um, I don't know what's gone wrong because they started coming out and they came out with a bang, putting really good yardage on the board each game, putting good passes together. Um, it's just starting to go wrong again at Jacksonville. It's a strange one. It's it's weird. And just before we move on to the next game. I just want to. Obviously, we've I've been quite openly critical about Trevor Lawrence, and obviously you were like, "Well, give him time. He's young and <laughs> etc." Right. So, what I'm going to highlight here is. I thought you were so going to yes, ask if we could young. openly criticize him again. <laughs> yeah. But, well, yeah. So it, it he wasn't having the best game, but he wasn't having the worst until this. Right. So there's literally two under two minutes left in the fourth. So obviously they've bit, they've had the two minute warning, right? Yeah. And literally. It was about one minute forty something. So literally, he's got so much time. He's in the pocket. He's got loads of time. His coverage is really good. He's well protected, right? So it's first, first, obviously first down. So we look, we're looking. You know, they were just short of midfield. So I was thinking, okay, might get a field goal and try and get a, you know, an onside kick, etc. Blah blah blah. So. He doesn't throw it to a free man, Ryan. He throws it with three players from the bloody Denver Broncos. Get intercepted and they lose the game. What a melt. Come on. Come on, Trevor. It was the same as um, fourth quarter against Washington for Green Bay. Um, And Aaron Rodgers looks. And as you can see, I can't remember who it was, but they slipped their man and dipped into the back end of the zonal section. But they were playing so deep, expecting a big play. There was a huge gap. Rogers just throws it touchline bound to another player who just gets absolutely mashed. And you just got to look at the quarterback of that situation and think, what the Christ are you doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, that's inexperience for Trevor Lawrence, though, isn't it? That's, yeah. Know, that, that'll show whether that grows or not or whether, he, whether he, confidence gets the better of him. We'll, we'll find out in the coming weeks or maybe next season. Yeah. Um, as how many opportunities he's going to have left is is an interesting one. Um, me and Brad are both wrong on the third game of the week. I mean, it went to overtime, so we weren't totally wrong. Um, and Carolina put 21 points on the board in the fourth quarter um, to level the game and lost by a field goal in favour of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, again, Panthers two and six, they were poor, um, but maybe the win last week against Tampa was going to kickstart that season. Um, it doesn't look to have been the case. PJ Walker, uh, he put three hundred yards together in less than twenty passes. I mean, that that's impressive. That is impressive. Um, 
Marcus Mariota, 253 yards, three touchdowns. The three touchdowns have really helped him because he threw two, two interceptions at the same time. Um, from what I saw in the highlights, it really just looked like Carolina were unlucky in that one. They seem to have played really, really well. Yeah, so <laughs> it was a really good... So what I saw of it, so I saw like the last... So I saw the final quarter and it was it was such a close game. Right, so for anyone who didn't watch the game um, and they just saw the highlights, DJ Moore must be one of the most unlucky men in the National Football League at the minute. So I don't know if you saw Ryan. So the reason it went to overtime, right, so they, they levelled the game, right, um, and it was like the last, pretty much the last throw of the game, right, to level it. And then, obviously, if they converted the the kick after, they would have got the extra point and won, right? But DJ Moore got the touchdown and took his helmet off and jumped into the crowd. Oh. And they penalised him for taking his helmet off. <laughs> so it went yards? to a 49-yard field goal. Was it a 10-yard penalty? 15, actually, it might be, I think. Yeah, 15-yard yeah. penalty. I couldn't remember if it was 10 or 15, yeah. What was it, unsportsmanlike conduct or something? So they, so they didn't say unsportsmanlike conduct. They just said that you get penalised for taking your helmet off. But I've read conflicting reports that NFL rule experts say that DJ Moore should not have been flagged for removing his helmet. But we'll never know. That's what I, that's, I mean, if it, that's, was, he still in the, was, he still, was he still in the end zone when he took it off? No. I can't say. I shouldn't. I think that's a bit harsh. I yeah, think that's so harsh. I, if, if, he was, if he was still yeah. on the field to play... Then yeah, because on the field it's NFL ruling that you have to have all the equipment on at all times. That's just bog standard. So if you took it off the end zone, then yes, that's a penalty. But I think if he's out of the end zone, and I mean, how many times you know, you know, do you see it happen in other sports? I mean, yeah, football you do get the yellow card, but I mean, to be penalised that heavily is, I think that's a bit nuts. To be honest, I'll, I'll, I'll it start is. That, yeah. Maybe it'll teach him to sort of try and keep his emotions in check. Yeah. If there's, but to be fair, the game that the game, like the the Falcons were really lucky. Like in that sense, obviously it was a high scoring game. Not lucky in that sense, but lucky that an opposition player couldn't keep his composure. But fair play to the fair play to the Falcons. Um, fair play to the Panthers. To be fair, even um, for that game, I thought. You know, I know my prediction was the Panthers again. Um, so when that happened, I was so pissed off. I was like, fuck's sake, Ryan's going to get one up on us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, both, we both called the Panthers, to be fair. I called the Panthers okay. too. Yeah, I did. I went, I went Panthers. Um, moving to the next one. Um, yeah, I mean, we both predicted this. We both predicted it was going to be high scoring. Dallas Cowboys putting nearly 50 points on the board. 14 points each in each of the first three quarters um, as they won 49-29 over Chicago. Uh, I mean, Dak Prescott, surprisingly, after that many points got put on the board, only putting 250 yards up, but he only failed to complete six of his attempted passes. Um, the highlights, Tony Pollard played absolutely unbelievable, uh, averaging, averaging nine and a half yards a carry for the 131 yards. Um. Yeah, struggling season for the Bears continues, Brad. Yeah, so I w- I'm not as I'm not as disappointed or knocked off as I would have been, say, a couple of weeks ago. Because I think, and I know obviously the Cowboys got 49, so obviously you've got issues defensively. 
But to put 29 points on the board against Dallas, I don't think that's a bad... You know, it, it was it was almost like they've scored one, we've they've scored two, we've scored one, they've scored three, we've scored two, that type of thing. And it's like, it's frustrating, don't get me wrong. But looking, looking at the statistics, you know, it was... Dallas was just unreal. Like, they only had the ball for less than 24 minutes. They had, like, 57 players in total and got 49 points from it. Like, that's, yeah, that, that's a good side. Yeah, they came up yeah. and they, they nailed it. Yeah, they really did. Sometimes, sometimes you get beat by a better team and you just got to hold your hands up, haven't you, and go, yeah, let's move on. I mean, you just look, just look, uh, guys, if, if you are a Cowboy, just look at the third down efficiency for Cowboys. 81% third down efficiency. If you're coming Ridiculous. up against a team that's, that's that efficient in, in the pocket in those crucial plays, it doesn't matter who you are. You know, you could be Green Bay, you could be 49, you could be anyone. You could have struggled against a team like that. The, Completely. The, just, just a team that got it right on the day. Um, we both called it, so we, uh, it's still 2-1 to you, Mr. Lister, after the first four. Um, we move into, uh, I took... I think you took the Dolphins, so you're going to go three and one here. I took Detroit, and I think I actually bragged you at one point that they were going to win the game when they were twenty-seven seventeen up. Yeah. Um, and then you know Miami shut them out second half, uh, put fourteen points up in the third quarter. Uh, but it's like I said to you a couple of weeks ago. I said as soon as Tua comes back, um, they'll hit. They'll hit the way going. Uh, but another big shout out: Tyreek Hill putting one hundred eighty-eight receiving yards on the board. Absolutely phenomenal from him. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, Miami had 34 minutes of the game on the ball, 66% third down efficiency. Um, neither team threw an interception. Miami did lose a fumble, uh, but it didn't. It didn't really. It didn't really affect the way the game was going. Um, obviously, I think I think the fumble was actually quite early on, if I, if I can yeah. remember. Um, but yeah, Tua, 382 yards, three touchdowns. You know he's he's really putting his critics back in their place. Miami five and three, Detroit really are now in in a really bad pickle. One and six. Score one for Detroit because um, they hadn't scored a touchdown since the beginning of October. So then when the when they got a couple in the in the first quarter, I was like, wow, this 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 could be their game, you know. And it was decision making. Um, at certain points, and you know they're all they're up against a really good side, though. No, there's no taking that away. But come on, man, Detroit, you go, you know, you get twenty twenty seven points in the first half to not get any points in the second half. It's fourteen not points. Great. It's cost of the game, isn't it? It's the same as when Green yeah. Bay Green Bay were leading against Washington, as I said last in the other game we just covered. You know, it's them key parts. You know, getting shut out or unanswered points are, are killing games and. I really feel for Detroit because I like Jared Goff. I don't know why I like Jared Goff. Probably by the way he was thrown out by the Rams. I still think he was a good quarterback for LA. Um, but yeah, um, it, it just seems to be they're on a real unlucky streak. Um, yes. whether, they, whether they need to look at, you know, protecting the pocket maybe a bit better. Um, you know, if if they need to try and... I mean, they should have had a decent enough draft. I mean, they'd have been top in most of the picks. I don't think they yeah. traded for many of their picks either. Um, so, yeah, probably I think a lot of work needed for Detroit in the next couple of seasons. I think it's going to be a long what? couple of years for them. 
completely agree. Um, unfortunately, you every time I predict the game right, Bradley has to freaking match me. <laughs> as we both <laughs> as we both predicted a six and one Minnesota Vikings coming out of this game week. Um, I mean, to be fair, they are playing the Cardinals and, and Kyler Maria. He put three touchdowns on the board, but two interceptions again. Um, as they got beat 34-26. Uh, Kirk Cousins only got two touchdowns, but each... I mean, Kirk Cousins got two throwing touchdowns, but he also rushed for one. And then both uh, Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook got touchdowns each for rushing. So, you know... It's a, a good selection of, of touchdowns brought in. Yeah, but fantastic. You know, the don't want to keep. Do you know what? When when we do this every week, there's certain people we talk about. You know, like <laughs> Lauren, <is>. like Kyle <laughs> Murray and, and players like that. And the thing is, right? Even if you turn one of them interceptions, sort of, they have one interception, not two. Like it's it changes the game. Yeah, like, I, I still don't think they'd have beat them, though. I mean, yeah, it, it, it would have put them in a better position. They maybe could have took it overtime, but I still think in overtime the Vikings would have just edged it. Yeah, the, Vi- the, the, yeah. Vikings, the Vikings are better at this point. I do than... completely understand what you're saying, though. That, that interception, I mean, it, it, a, field, a field goal changed the momentum of a game, you know. Um, yeah. I, I completely side with you on that one. I really do. I really, really do. But... It's cru- cru- crucial decisions mean the three and five and Minnesota move on to six and one look very, very good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I get to laugh personally now. Um, we both got another prediction right here. Um, How's it going in uh, Las Vegas, Mr. Devante Adams? <laughs> 24 <laughs> nil shutout by the Saints. Derek Carr, 100 yards. Yeah, wow. I think they actually brought him off. They brought Janet uh, Stidham in, um, who threw 72 yards as well. Um, receiving yards. Devante Adams was targeted once and got three receiving yards. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, it's not It's not, It's not. not always sunny on the other side. I'd prefer the snow to the sunshine if I was Devante. Um, Andy Dalton playing absolutely brilliantly, to be honest. 229 yards, uh, averaging up 10 yards a pass, two touchdowns. Not a single interception. Uh, Derek Carr threw one interception. Um, but he only threw 100 yards from 15 completed passes. Wow. Yeah, poor. Um, only 43 yards rushing as well, combined across the entire team. Devante Adams tried to rush, lost a yard. Derek Carr tried to rush, lost a yard. Um, Matthias Farley came in to rush, he lost three. So there's five yards lost across different players against the game. Um, they just—I just don't think they were in it at all. It's just New Orleans just really, really look good. Not nothing else to add to that. You've absolutely yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, the only thing I'd say before we move on is I wouldn't say the New Orleans Saints looked really good. I wouldn't say they looked like they're in form. I wouldn't say they looked like they were outstanding. They just did what they, they needed they, to yeah, do. Yeah, they did what they needed to do, and they looked good against a. Re- but the thing is, they looked good against a really poor Raiders team. Yeah, and it is. It's a really poor Raiders team. Um. I actually, yeah, uh, I think I actually get one up on Brad this week on this game. Patriots beating the Jets. Very close game. It was a very close game. Um, I think the thing that hurt the Jets was that I don't think they scored a point in the third quarter. Uh, yeah, they didn't. 
Uh, Mac Jones came back into the fold as well. Uh, not a convincing performance from him, but he has come back from injury, of course. Um, but it's got to hurt Zach Wilson. 355 yards, but three interceptions. That's that's good. That's got to hurt. Really got to hurt. The posture, though, the interceptions. I read something today as well, actually, Ryan. Yeah. That, uh, that Zach Wilson has apparently pissed off a few of his wide receivers because the wide receivers are wanting the ball more. And he's and he and he's not passing to them as much as the want the the ball, and they're getting they're getting really knocked off with him. Um, that's football. Yeah, unfortunately, and, that's football. You can't have the ball every single time. Yeah, I, I agree. I just think where the Jets are at right now, don't be spitting your dummy out, man. Like yeah. literally, you've been beat by the Patriots. Who, let's be honest, they never beat the Patriots ever. So it's not unheard of. Obviously, they're in good form. They're still still five and three. Yeah. It's, a good, it's a good record. New York Jets fans would have took that be- if, if we said that, you know, like, say, three months ago, you're going to be five and three at this point of the season. 100%. They would have been like, they would have been like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, 100%. Like, completely agree. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's also on the plus side. It's also a, a good result for the Patriots. I mean, the, they were looking really bad. I think they were one and three at one point. They're now four and four. Yeah. Um, they are looking a lot stronger. Um yeah, not really much else to say on this one. It's it's just one of them. I think no. I think the Jets yeah. were unlucky. Maybe a, some poor decision calls by Wilson, um, combined with some good coverage from uh, from New England and shutting over that third quarter. I mean, you I mean you look at a, a touchdown in there, or even even two field goals. Two field goals there wins them the game. You know, um, yeah. it's five points are in it. You know, one touchdown there. You know, that's a one to one touchdown would have won them the game. Six points. Um, but yeah. Uh, six unanswered points cost them it. Um, yeah. Uh, once again, we 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 come into talking about. Um, did you say? Please tell me you said. Please tell me you picked the the Steelers. No, well, you didn't. Steelers. You didn't pick the Steelers. <laughs> uh, yeah, Philadelphia seven and all. Can they do it? Can they go unbeaten all season, Brad? No. No. As much as as much as I'd like them to, because I feel they're a really good football team. Um. At the moment, I just, I wasn't, this is going to sound crazy, I wasn't convinced with them against Pittsburgh. Um, don't get me wrong, they had a good game. But, you know, when you look at levels and you think, okay, they're shutting teams out who, uh, they should be, you know, they should be beating the teams they've beaten so far. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm interested to see when, when they get to the, you know, because teams have this thing where if they go undefeated for so long, and then they lose a couple of games, and then they get to the playoffs, and they're not the same team. They don't have the same confidence. They don't have the same swagger. So, if they do go undefeated all season, there's no doubt that they'll be, you know, they'll be fresh and they'll, they'll be confident. But I think, I do think they'll lose a couple of games, and I ultimately think it'll be the teams who who are in the playoffs every year or every other year or whatever who will ultimately go further. But I'm I'm rooting for the Eagles though because they're they're they're, they're a good football team and and you know all the best to them and they deserved another W on this occasion. Yeah, yeah, nothing more I can add to it either. Um, just more constant pressure on you know that they, they really. I mean, I think there's more than one injury than TJ Watt in the Steelers. Steelers yeah. side, but they're getting really hurt now. The two and six Steelers are in the playoffs. I think they were in the playoffs last season. Um, because yeah. I that's why. I think Ruffles is actually going to pack in halfway through the season. 
and he chose to stay. Um, but yeah, yeah, nothing else to add. Seven and all. Eagles carry on. Um, let's obviously, obviously, we both had the common sense to pick my beautiful man who puts on a cracking performance again. It's the Derrick Henry world, and we're all just living in it. He absolutely demolished him. It, it, it wasn't it wasn't even the Tennessee show. I mean, the, the quarterback threw six completed passes for 55 yards. That doesn't even matter. Derrick Henry rushed for 219 yards and scored both touchdowns. He absolutely smashed them. It's insane. It, absolutely it, it, nothing, insane. Nothing else to say. Poor Houston again getting demolished. But, I mean, yeah, nothing to show for it. 35 rushing yards, only 152 passing yards by Davis Mills. Yeah, Derek Henry show. Yeah, Derek Henry show. If anything you want to add, go ahead. But all Just hail, that. all hail Henry. Yeah, it's similar to what you said when I was talking about Philadelphia. It's like the the game that suggested. It's probably similar to the Bucks Ravens game where the scoreline flatters Houston. Um, but yeah, to be fair, like you said. The Derek Henry world, and we're all living in it. Let's go. I absolutely love that man. Honestly, get move move Aaron Jones to wide receiver where Rogers wants him to play, and bring it trade offer for him. Just bring him in. There, put the check on the table and sign it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, exactly. he's an animal. He's an exactly. absolute machine. Um, moving on though, Washington again winning. 17-16 against Indianapolis. We both had this one on the on the on the sheet. Um, yeah, great one, great game. Oh no, wait, yeah. sorry, sorry, I was watching a different game. Sorry, I didn't mean this game. There's no way on earth this would have been a great <laughs> game. Um, Tyler Heineke is coming for Washington. Uh, he came in against Green Bay, did a great job. Um, and he's done a great job this week. Two hundred seventy-nine yards. He threw an interception. Um, but the thing I normally find with Taylor Heineke is even when he was even when he was in the fold, um, there, even when he came in for Carson Wentz last season, he takes a while to get into a game, and I think that's why he's not been preferred as a starting quarterback over the last however many seasons. I think he's in his he's, he's I think he's played a good four or five seasons now, and maybe yeah. longer. Uh, but yeah, I think that's what's hurting him. He threw it. He threw a an interception and a touchdown. Um, but I mean, for Indianapolis, there was no Tom. There was no Matt Ryan. Um, yeah, Sam, Sam Ellinger came in. Uh, I mean, Sam Ellinger did well. Seventeen passes, two hundred yards. Um, over yeah. hundred rushing yards. Yeah, had a good. Yeah. Yeah, he had a good, uh, good game, and he just keeps keeps improving. And like you say, he's got a mistake in him, but you just have to. He's 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 one of them, isn't he? It's like if you say compare it to like English football, it's like. Some players take 15, 20 minutes to get into a game, and that's that's how that's how Taylor Heineke plays. And and um, you know, I'm not a fan of Washington, but you can't not be a fan of his. He's he's an absolutely superb QB. Yeah, I, I do I do like Taylor Heineke. I do I do. Um, it's just just to watch the Green Bay game. I knew that once he started to get going, if we didn't sort it out defensively, he was going to cause us problems, and he did. Uh, but I mean, it was combined yeah. with with Aaron Rodgers spitting his dummy out and the team not getting going. Um, again, I'm getting demolished on the predictions this week. 
as Brad moves to 9-7 up against me here as uh, San Francisco get the job done over the Rams. Um, and not they didn't just get it done. Um, they got it done convincingly. They won by 17 points. Matt Stafford, 187 yards, only a touchdown. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, two touchdowns, <laughs> uh, 235 yards. But another key one to shout out is, is as good as a game he had, I said this last week about him having a good, good debut, Christian McCaffrey, he rushed for a touchdown and he passed for a touchdown. He's, <laughs> and not only did he pass for a touchdown, he threw a 34-yard pass for this touchdown. Now that, that is incredible. Looks, looks, it looks like a good uh, good trade now, doesn't it's it, to be fair? fantastic trade, give yeah. Give a couple of picks. And then, you know, we'll just get someone who can throw, throw a 34-yard touchdown. Is that even quarterback? The one thing I will laugh is there was, there was a clip on, it was either on Facebook Reels or YouTube Shorts or whatever it was I was looking at when I was looking at the highlights and bits and pieces. Uh, and it was a clip of Brandon Ayuk running uh, when he had the ball and he wow. was running for his touchdown. And he, he's on the touchline as they're kicking the field goal and he's like, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna fucking put my pace down on Madden and the guy, his teammate comes out and goes, yeah, you're going to be like a fucking 70. And his mate comes down, you need to speed your ass up, motherfucker. <laughs> I, was just, I was just howling. I was just absolutely howling. It was fantastic. Yeah. Class up, to be fair. Um, I know as a Green we... Bay fan, I shouldn't like the 49ers, but I do. I, just because I love Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I really, really do like Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I think he's brilliant. I think, I think the best thing that's happened to, to them is that QB getting injured and I don't wish an injury on anyone no. but Jimmy G man don't even like, it's the uh, thing, like I, I, don't, I don't think that running game would have came in because they, they only brought players in in the off season to get ready but once you get that many players to change your entire offensive yeah. play it change the whole pace you rip half the playbook out and say right we're doing this you can't just expect them to do it in six or seven weeks you can't do it you can't, yeah, it, it's not possible. It's not. You have to do it bit by bit. I'd have put them in the practice team and ran one more season with Garoppolo. I'd have yeah. given them another year and let them run it on the practice field. Get them ready for the season after. But, I mean, Garoppolo yeah, does what he does best. Yeah, just a quick shout out before we move on. Yeah. Combined between these teams, there's only seven penalties in the full game. Wow. Which is, like, massively low. Like, that's that's just getting the game done. But I was I was surprised when I watched the highlights, and I was like, yeah, I did tip the Niners, but I um I was surprised because we've been bigging up the Rams, haven't we, for all season? And yeah, strange, strange, strange one, but fair play at the Forty Niners for getting it done. Absolutely, um, yeah, great, great play, um. Who did you have for this one? Did you take the Giants or did you? T- yeah, you did because I took Seattle. Cause I get one back. Yeah, you did. I went Seattle. Up the Grizz anatomy, doing me well. Yeah, Se- uh, Seattle. <laughs> Seattle was brilliant. Really, really, they dominated every quarter. I mean, Daniel Jones. He didn't have a bad game. Um, but I think the thing that hurt them is this. Uh, when I watched the highlights, the amount of blitz play coming out from Seahawks, they just shut Saquon Barkley down. They weren't worried about. They weren't worried. They played. They played quite a bit of man coverage, but they weren't really worried yeah. about Daniel Jones. It didn't seem like he his threat. His, I mean, because he can rush the ball as well. Um, 
He's a bit yeah. like a B Tech version of, uh, of Josh Allen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, yeah, he just yeah. he just didn't seem to have. They didn't seem to be worried. Um, and Saquon Barkley was given the ball twenty times, um, and he only made fifty three yards. Yes, he still got a touchdown. But, I mean, it was their only touchdown of the game. I mean, you look at the receiving yards as well, 66, 58, 15, 10, 10. You know, they just, I think they just really shut them down. Yeah. Um, second half, yeah, two field goals with the Giants. Um, General Smith playing brilliantly, 212 yards, two touchdowns. Kenneth Walker with a rushing touchdown as well, 51 yards from 18 carries. Um, yeah, DK Metcalf, always, always a great player for them. Um. Yeah, another player for me I like to watch for them is is Marquise Goodwin. He's never normally picked, targeted, but I mean you got four four receptions for thirty three yards. Uh, seem to be having a good season as well over there. Um, limited time on the ball, uh, but yeah, yeah, the Seahawks moved to five and three. The Giants, I mean I still wouldn't sneeze at a six and two record going into the season if you told them now they wouldn't sneeze at it. They really wouldn't. Yeah, both teams move on confident for the next year. Yeah, they do. Um, unfortunately, um, yeah, we have to come into it again. Green Bay three and five. <laughs> uh, Buffalo six and one. Um, it started out well. The first five or yeah. six minutes of the quarter, Green Bay looked good. They managed to shut them out. It, it looked it looked like Von Miller was going to have a hard time against David Bakatari. Um, he couldn't get through. I mean, it echoed out. It actually echoed out later on in the game. There was a lot of plays where Buffalo could have done a lot. And, I mean, Buffalo really could have done a lot. Uh, but yeah. the offence, again, just couldn't get going. I mean, yeah, we know how strong Bills are, not just offensively, but defensively. Um, they're very happy to play a combination. They're, they're very good at being able to split players. They're being able to, they, they can play zonal and they can use their big guys to blitz. They brought a lot of big guys in who can do that as well, and they were doing that. You were seeing, you know, you were seeing blitz plays by guys that were built like houses, and they were just demolishing over the top of Green Bay. There was, there wasn't really much they could do. Um, two hundred three yards and nineteen passes by Rodgers, two touchdowns. He did throw an interception, um, but they finally started. They listen to me, Aaron Jones, one hundred forty-three yards. He started to get back as the preferred one, but. As I said, you look yeah. at you look at the receptions though. Um, you know the player that was targeted most was a tight end, Robert Tonyan. Five 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 targets, uh, sorry five receptions. Yeah. Um, Romeo Dubes got a couple though. He got sixty two yards, a touchdown. Um, Samori Toure came in. Um, great for him to come in and, and, and be used. Uh, one reception, thirty seven yards for a touchdown, uh, which is fantastic. That'll really get his confidence up. They started using Aaron Jones as well. Um, they started targeting him. Um, Amari Rodgers even came in. He's normally used on the special team as a, as a punt receiver. Um, but obviously, he is, he is a wide receiver. He was drafted as a wide receiver. Um, but yeah. Buffalo. Pfft. Buffalo, Buffalo. Josh Allen, two interceptions though. It, it, the thing is, is, Buffalo won the game. But they were, they were shut out touchdown-wise in the second half. They only got a field goal in the second half. The thing that hurt that game was Green Bay's offence. And I don't think it was so much as... I think part of it is always down to Aaron Rodgers and his continued persistence of not favouring or enjoying his wide receivers. 
we get that it's hard. We get that you don't have a Devante Adams-like player who can make 100 yards a game. We get it. Right, but you've got Romeo Dubes, you've got Christian Watson, you've got Aaron George, you've got Alan Lazard, Cobb's out injured. I get that. You've got Tonyan. You've got five capable players there who could throw it. If you don't throw the ball to them enough, you will not get the confidence in them. Just because they miss two or three balls in a game, let me say, you go, right, I'm not throwing at them anymore. His attitude is starting to get on my nerves. And I'm saying it because I'm getting quite irate. He's getting on my nerves. He really is. Consistence um, is going to cost you the playoff position. That, that, that's it. His attitude, it stinks. But, I mean, the, the other thing that that really, really, really annoyed us on the defence, and it, it, the thing that hurt us was in that second quarter. So we conceded 17 yeah. points. Um, and the stupidest thing is, um, rook, uh, draft player, Quay Walker, brought in, he's looked okay, he's starting to get his feet in. He gets he tackles a player. And he gets dragged out onto the onto the onto the Buffalo sideline. Um, and an inactive player from the Bills helps him to his feet. He turns round. Yeah. He just grabs him by the neck and shoves him into the. It shoves him back and gets ejected. Why? Why? There's there's no need to react like that. And, and the flow went berserk. And like we were, I was thinking, I was like, surely something's been said. Surely, and it isn't. They're, they're just trying to get him up. I don't know whether they're saying something to him to try and encourage him. Because you look at the teams, you always think, oh, they're going to be, you know, like trash talking them when they come yeah. on the side, but they're not. They're not. They're very, very open on complimenting each other's teams in, in the NFL. Um, uh, yeah, and it, it was yeah. just a moment of madness for Quay Walker. And uh, rightly ejected, you cannot be pushing players. And even more so, you couldn't push the coaches. But to push an, an inactive player. It's just I don't I just don't get it I just don't. Um, yeah, is there anything you want to add to that game? I don't really. Yeah. Nah, Bills Bills move on and look good, and unfortunately the Packers move on and need to get over this problem that Aaron Rodgers has got. It's going to cost you massively. Oh, hundred percent, mate, hundred percent. Um, going into the last game, I will confirm that Bradley has won the predictions this week, eleven eight. Um, you? Also, you, also, you, also, you also got this game correct as well uh, I watched this game last night and do you know what it was incredible it was an absolutely outstanding game of football uh, for one team <laughs> for one team Cleveland they were phenomenal 32 points to 13 Cincinnati was shut out over three quarters Joe Burrow's got 232 yards but Jacoby Brissett was outstanding. Um, Nick Chubb, again, outstanding. Um, Amari Cooper, as usual, outstanding. Um, one player I will shout out who, who, who looked good. He looked sneakily good. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. He, he, was, he, he was phenomenal, mate. He really was. Um, but, yeah. Oh, Joe Mixon only got uh, 27 rushing yards and 32... Uh, Receiving yards, and you were looking at the yards he was putting up last season. Nothing, absolutely yeah. nothing. Yeah. Joe Burrow needs to uh, sort it out and quick. Um, games like, and I'm not being disrespectful here, because Cleveland have had a couple of good seasons, but come on, you've got to be beating the Browns if you're if you're if you want to be in the same sort of conversation as. 
Mahomes and Allen. You've got to be beating Cleveland. You've just got to be. But, you know, take it away and see how the bounce back. Oh, your audio's gone, Brad. Your audio's gone. Come back. Come back, Brad. He's gone. He's run away. (laughs) As you were saying that sentence, you faded away. (laughs) (laughs) Don't cry about it, mate. It's all right. Um, we will we will start to uh, to open up. This is going to be prediction week again. Obviously, we'll do it every week for a bit of fun. Um, yeah. We're starting. Um, are you good on audio, brother? You good? Are you good? Are you there? You haven't run away from me, have you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thursday night game. Now this this is going to be painful. It's going to be painful. Houston are at home. Obviously, home advantage. Yeah. Won't really make a difference when the Eagles roll into town, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it's yeah, it's going to be another painful week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Eagles here. Um, I'm presuming that you're not going to take the Texans. Absolutely not. <laughs> we both take the Eagles here. Yeah. Um, inside the game, I don't really think you need one. It's seven and zero against one and practically one and six. Um, yeah, yeah. it's it. There's not much to say. Houston really spiralling out of control with, with lack of players, lack of um, ability to adapt. Um, and Philadelphia yeah. on cloud nine. It, that's, yeah. Uh, we roll into the, the 5pm games. Uh, we'll start with the Chargers. They come back from their bye week. They've got the Falcons. This is a tough one. It, it is a tough one. I'm... I'm gonna take the charges. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you start uh, thinking about it. Oh, it's difficult. Coming back, coming back. Right, I'm gonna go Atlanta. He's going Atlanta. Ooh. See what, yeah. see, see what happens. I mean, it's at Atlanta, but I just don't think Atlanta are going to have enough. I think even the Chargers having a poor season, they're starting to get the season back on track. They're starting to get yeah. the stuff sorted. Coming back from a week, they're going to be fresh. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't see them losing it. I mean, it might go overtime, but I still, I still think Chargers are just going to have enough. Yeah. Uh, but that's just my take. At the minute, I said all this last week, and I still lost on prediction, so it makes no bloody difference. Um. <laughs> 40 for Brad. I think we both know what we're saying here. The Dolphins are probably going to beat you lot next week. It's in Chicago, okay. mind. Do you want to take the Bears here? Yeah, let's go. He's taking the Bears. Come on, come on, like you did against the Bills. I took the Packers. Yeah, it's a stupid idea. Yeah, that's it? what I mean. So stupid idea. Yeah, stupid. probably probably same here. Um... <laughs> I, I just think Tua, Tua and uh, Tua and Hill. Yeah. You know, I take like Tom and Jerry. It's outstanding. Um, <laughs> in the way that I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying by any means that Tyreek Hill's small. Uh, there, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's the tallest card in the deck. Uh, another tough one this week. It's tough for me, but it yeah. might not be for you. Cincinnati are at home, and they've got the Panthers. Now, if they're losing to a team like Cleveland, I mean, Cleveland have been brilliant. I mean, pff, Carolina could pick them off. They were unlucky last week. I'm I'm going to go Panthers back-to-back. I'm going to go Cincinnati because I think they're going to bounce back. 
Sounds like a plan, Batman. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> I love it. It's an interesting game. It, it's it's one we might watch. I'm actually available this week. I was unavailable on Sunday um, with some engagements. I didn't really get to pick on many games. I didn't really get to see that 49ers game that I said I'd cover. Uh, all the Jets. I managed yeah. to go back and, and catch parts of the Jets. I managed to watch... I actually went back and watched a lot of lot of clips I could find for the yeah. for the Jets game. Um, this week I'll have more coverage. I'm gonna say yeah. it. I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna pray that I get this week. I'm right. Green yeah. Bay will beat Detroit. They will. They just will. Oh, okay. Come on. If they don't, Surely. if they don't, then you know I'm gonna go follow the Canadian league. I'm gonna go follow college football. Come on. It's it's got to be a Packers week. To go four and five, that even makes me feel sick. Who are you taking, Brad? Are you, don't tell me you're taking Detroit. Appears I've lost Brad on the audio here. I can't hear him. Hello? Oh, Brad, I can't hear you at all. Can't hear you, Brad. Bear with me, yes, guys, live on the podcast. We've got some technical issues. Please stand by. Yeah, I can't hear them all. Please bear with us, guys. Uh, unfortunately, on this one, we, we're going to give you a little technical itch behind the scenes. Uh, yeah. Can't, I can't hear you at all, but I've got nothing. Uh, we'll disconnect the call and we'll go back in. We'll have to disconnect the call. We're live on the podcast. We'll have to disconnect it. Come on. Hello, hello, hello. I've lost him. I've lost, I've lost Brad. I've lost complete all audio here. We're back. Can I hear me? Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Let me try this. Hello? Hello. Hello, we're back. I think, I think it was on my end, actually. I think it might have been on my end. We might have a lot of you just talking crap there. I think I might have knocked the uh, the jack out on, this, on the PC. Ah. My bad. <laughs> so when I was saying Green Bay four times. <laughs> I, it's a joke, guys. I knew what he was saying. I just wanted to hear him say it four times. Because <laughs> he's a Chicago Bears fan and they are shite. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we did, mate. There was, there was, it, it wasn't even given a, a connection to the call, so I genuinely thought it was that, but we must have still been connected. Anyway, troops, we're Absolutely back. Fine. Anyway, troops, we're back. <laughs> we got there in the end. Woo! <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll continue. We've got Indianapolis at the Patriots. Yeah, well, mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't even need to go into this one. I don't care about the I don't care about the Colts. I don't care at all. New England, thank you very much. Uh, it's New at, England. It's at New England as well. It's 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 at the Gillette Stadium. It's going to be painful. Yeah, New England. Now, now there's, I've seen a lot of things of the Jets fans saying that they're going to make a real push. There's a lot of fans saying they can go all the way. I mean, I don't know if they can. I don't think they can, really, to be honest. But if the fans really want to put money where their mouth is, they've got a real test this week because they're at home and they've got Buffalo rolling in. 
Now, I feel like this game is going to be closer than you would imagine. Yeah. Because look at the way the Jets treated the the the, the reliable or normally reliable uh, defense of Green Bay. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I'm taking the Jets. No. I'm taking the Jets. Go on, cause uh... I'm taking an upset. I'm not salty about last week or anything. I'm just taking the Jets. <laughs> I'm gonna go Buffalo because it's a safe pick for me. I think. <laughs> Well, I've got to get it back, haven't I? I've picked the bloody Chicago Bears, for Christ's sake. Yeah, you've got to get one back. You've got to get a point back there. <laughs> I should have just been a dick. I should just be a dick and match all your predictions for the rest of the week. <laughs> I'm going to win. <laughs> win by default because you picked your own team and been nice. <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, after that, we've got Minnesota at Washington. Now, I am hoping that one team in our division is going to beat Washington. And I'm hoping it's going to be Minnesota. So I'm going to take Minnesota. I think they're going to have far... See, they, they don't have as many mistakes at the minute like the other teams that have played them have, like the Bears or the Packers. Um, I, I, uh, I think they're going to do it. I just think there's going to be too much there. I think the Vikings are going to, are going to get the job done. Taylor Heineke, masterclass coming, baby! Are you taking Washington? Wow. Let's go. Let's go. I don't even like Washington either, yeah, so I don't know why I'm so pumped up about it. Literally two weeks ago, he was sat there going, fucking Washington. We got beat by Washington. Now he's favouring them to beat the Vikings. It's madness. Honestly, he would, he would you even, know what? They're at home, man. Um, oh. like, honestly, it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be similar to what you were saying about the Bills. Bill, was it Bills-Jets, did you say? Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be similar. It's going to be close, but I think if they can force, if they can force a turnover and not throw an interception like he normally does, um, I think at home, I think they can they can do it. They can cause an upset. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's still potential. I just I just don't think the probability of it happening yeah. is as strong as a Minnesota win. Uh, obviously, mm. we know this. This is the season for upsets. I mean, look at the Giants, look at the Jets, and look at the state of some of the big teams. Tampa getting annihilated yeah. week in, week out. Green Bay on three back-to-back defeats. You know, it seems it seems like the the big guys are falling at the wayside at the minute, and sometimes they're starting to get a benefit from that. Um, just to annoy you, I'm going to take Las Vegas. They've got Jacksonville. I'm just going to be a dick, just just to wind you up. I might I'm probably going to lose this on this pick. Uh, it's at Jacksonville, but I think I think Las Vegas are going to do it. I'm going to. Politely disagree. Uh, <laughs> it's a polite way of saying fuck Jags you. Record, yeah, even though the Jags record shit, like I'm gonna go. Think they're at home. I think obviously LA got absolutely battered by. Let's be honest, not the best Saints team in memory. Um, in the last game, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jacksonville and obviously be very disappointed by Sunday night. <laughs> go Raiders. As long as the Adams is. <laughs> Back to back weeks for me. It's Seattle at Arizona. Kyler Murray. I don't think he, I don't think he's going to get near him. They're at home. I would love to see the Seahawks roll into town and destroy them. I'm going back to back Seattle wins. I'm staying loyal. Um, it's one of them games. Oh, there's loads of them though. This season's mental. 
so many unpredictable games. Like you would think, like going back a couple of seasons, you go, right, that's an easy win for such and such. You look at Arizona; they were one of the. I think they went six and all last season. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did, and then they fell off and went like six and four, didn't they, or something like that? Yeah, but they were they were pushing for the top seed, weren't they? At one point, they were still up there for top seed at one point. Yeah. Um, just because of the quarterback, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go against Arizona. I just I don't I don't believe in them. I don't like the I don't really like the football type of football to play either. I think it's quite boring to watch. It's always confusing as well. Sorry. Sorry, Cardinals fans. Yeah, we <laughs> but are I'm sorry, just, but I mean, I'd... sort your quarterback out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, I'm saying and that. And we move. I'm saying that, and we look at our quarterbacks who are a complete disaster. And to be fair, at the minute, yours is probably playing better football than Aaron Rodgers is. I don't even want to talk about Aaron Rodgers that did. <laughs> this, this again, this, if Matthew Stafford gets it right, the Rams could beat Tampa. It shouldn't could be. It should be the bloody will beat them because they're absolutely shite. Absolutely scrap. The Rams haven't been great though for a Super Bowl winning team. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Rams purely because I will I will not not predict Tom Brady again on this on this on this uh, on this podcast. I will not do it. Is it is it at Tampa or is it It is LA? at Tampa. Hmm. Oh, I can't, I can't side with Tom Brady. I'm sorry, I just can't do it. No, sorry. In the play words <laughs> that we use every week, fuck Tom Brady. Thank you. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sunday night football. I'm gonna have to stay awake for this again. My beautiful human being, the one and only, the one and only Derek Henry. He's gonna go to Kansas City and he's gonna get something from them. I would love it if we beat them. That's that's a tough game. Tennessee at Kansas. Kansas City for me. I'm going down to Tennessee. I'm going to get slammed by the audience for that because that's a shocker. That's a sh- I do apologise. You going Yeah. I'm going Titans, mate. I am to any of the fans who are out there. I've got quite a lot of American audience members there. I, if any of you are from Tennessee, honestly, I, can we can we can Green Bay have your running back, please? Like, can we just have him? Like, I, I don't care. Just write your, any money on the check. Write how many draft picks you want. We'll just. Can we just have him, please? Thanks. Um, courtesy all of Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's a game that could go either way. I mean, I don't think Mahomes has been brilliant the last few weeks. Uh, he certainly didn't look brilliant against Buffalo, which is a big test for him. Um, but you never know. I mean, they've, they've got some good. They've got some good good players in there. Travis Kelsey being one of them. Um. Yeah. Um. Sunday night. Sunday night looks brilliant as well. Baltimore at the Saints. Oh. It's not what I want to call. I'm gonna go with the Saints. I'm also going Saints. Baltimore don't look. They don't look amazing. Good. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that New Orleans don't, but shutting out the Raiders. You know, if they can get it, if confidence. They can get it, if they can get it right, yeah, it's confidence, isn't it? I mean, yeah, the Raiders aren't great. You, you can look at them saying they're not one of the better teams on the roster to play. But when you've got players like Devante Adams in there, you've got to look and think there's still a chance these could rip us to bits at any point with one pass. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's 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 but yeah, it's them for me. Um, there's not even, there's not as many games to cover this week. Unfortunately, we've got the Browns, the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Je- uh, the Giants, Pittsburgh, and San Francisco all on bye weeks. There's six teams out this week, so we're three games down. I think last week it was only two. So that basically wraps it up. Um, in a nutshell, we will we'll, we'll see how these unfold. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. It really is. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game week. Um, obviously, just to remind any fans who missed any last week action, if they were away on holiday, this will be able to get late. I get was just don't forget that. Um, just don't forget that. Um, obviously, yeah, the, the clocks have gone back, so the games are now earlier UK time. Um, stateside, you guys just keep doing what you're doing. The Canadians, there's some over there, and the Aussies, you guys just keep doing what you're doing as well. Um, we have fixed all our issues. We've had some issues the last few weeks with uh, with Apple Podcasts. It's been it's been a right pain in the ass. We've had to like we've had to re graphically change the imaging, uh, which took me and Brad about three looks hours. Better. It took yeah, it looks a hell of a lot better. Uh, but it took us a good three and a half hours, and then we ended up recording the episode last week. Um, so hopefully we can get more of you yeah. guys back listening. Um, obviously to the regulars as well thank you very much for the support if it would appreciate me and Brad would appreciate it um, if you were to be so kind as to leave a rating in there um, just obviously we know what you say especially the Apple guys because I can't see the Spotify feedback there is a 5 star rating on there at the moment uh, which we do appreciate but yeah Apple guys you get the chance to comment please drop us any feedback please look at the Twitter We're gonna get, we've got the Facebook page up and running as well now at Thursday Night Football on Facebook, the Thursday Night Football podcast. Um, please check it out. Please just drop comments on the wall. Please, you know, tweet the page, um, you know, f- and find out, you know, find out some, uh, find out questions you want to ask us. Uh, we're always happy to extend the episodes and have debates. We don't mind doing a few longer episodes um, if we've got the time. Uh, yeah, just try, just obviously see if there's anything you want to see us to do to change the dynamic. Uh, we're always happy to go for it, man. Uh, but if there's anything from you, Brad, we'll wrap it all up. Yeah, so I've got a I've got a question that I want to implement into episodes going forwards now. Go on. So, at the end, so once we've done our you know review and preview, yeah, is there any teams this week, Ryan, who are going to get shut out? Any teams that that are going to get shut out or could? Eh, you could take the question both ways, couldn't you? Is the one game that you think? Yeah, they're definitely not going to put any points on the board. Definitely not going to put a point on the board. Let me have a little look. I reckon Thursday night football, mate, to be honest with you. (laughs) Thursday night, I mean, you don't really want me to say it, but I mean, maybe Chicago against Miami. Um, If they don't want to win. If Green Bay get it right, they could shut the Lions out, but they have been quite poor defensively against Detroit in recent weeks. Um, but the one I am going to say um, is Indianapolis Ooh. against the Patriots. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. I mean, another one is Washington, but with Taylor Heineke, if Taylor Heineke's playing, I, I, I can't see it, but... The Vikings definitely yeah. have the capability to do it. They nearly shut Green Bay out. So, in week one. I think there's a few. There is a few. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if it did happen. Um, yeah. Not a really good question, man. It's a really good question. Um, yeah, man. That's, uh, 
that, that, that's it from me anyway. Oh, if you've got we've anything got, else to add, right? We've got the three picks. We've got our three game picks. Oh, yeah. Three game um, picks. So I'm going to go... Right, I'm going to go Bills Jets. Yep. I'm going to go Jacksonville against the Raiders. Yep. And I'm going to go with Chicago and Miami. Yeah, I, knew, I thought you'd take your own one there. See, yeah, I've got I, it. I was going to take Buffalo at New York, uh, but they're on at the same time as Green Bay. So I'll take Green Bay and Detroit and see how angry I am next week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, I, 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 I watch the late-night games. Badly has work commitments at the minute. I'm not working, so I can watch the late-night games. Uh, so obviously, I'll have insights onto Philadelphia at Houston and Baltimore at New Orleans. Um, I am going to highlight ones for me to watch, which will be Green Bay, Detroit, Tennessee at Kansas. And yeah. I'm going to pick a 9.25 game. I'm going to watch the Rams at Tampa. Oh, that'll be a good game. I said I'd watch the Rams. I didn't watch them last week, so I'll watch them this week. I mean, that's what I'm going to watch. That's that's my picks. Um, but yeah, there we're going to be highlighting. We'll try and get some in-depth analysis. Thank God Brad hasn't picked the 9 o'clock game because he always falls a bloody sleep. Um, this is true. But there is, there, is, there, is only, there is only two 9 o'clock games. Well, tw- well 8 o'clock games, actually. Uh, there is only two this week because obviously there's, there's six teams on bye week. Yeah. Um, so it narrows down the coverage, um, but yeah, uh, once again from from me and Brad, uh, thank you very very much for listening. Um, to anyone who's out there, um, and just in case you you fall asleep on your way to work or you you know you're going home and you've listened to us, bang. Um, <laughs> that's not going to go down well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Take care, everyone.